is a pretty lucrative commodity today in India. May not be here, I do not know. Maybe you have some of those guys here in India, in, in America too. You want a prayer, send a dollar. You want to be prayed for, send this. We'll send you my handkerchief. We'll send you my old shirt. We will send you my old shoe I walked on because I was praying. If you touch it, you will get blah, 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 blah. Actually, there is that going a lot in India. Prayer has become a marketplace. Prayer has become something you sell to gain something. In the days of Jesus, prayer was a formality. It was a ritual. It was the words to learn, words to recite. Prayer was a recital. Prayer was, was a bunch of words put together to bring all the meanings. You said it, and then you did it. It's in that culture, in that context, Jesus was born and raised, and so were his disciples born and raised. Following him, they said, we see all this. Teachers to pray. Jesus lifted them up from the platform of a ritual to a life of relationship. So he said, Our Father in heaven, Our Father in heaven, yes, today is the world of communications. If so, they want to, they can hear me and hear me, see me. Back in India, technology is so connected. We are so connected, yet so disconnected. Uh, I have a Facebook account. Some of you are on that Facebook. But we have never seen our faces each other before, ever. It's called Facebook. We connect, and yet we do not disconnect. We talk, yet we do not want to talk. This is a disconnected world, world of privacy, world of independence, world of me, world of mine. It's me and mine. It's funny. When, you, when we travel, when we fly, travel, we used to have a lot of time to talk about. Not anymore. Everybody is plugged into the ear. Something is going on. You are smiling to yourself. You are laughing to yourself. You are crying to yourself. You are living your own thing. And they say, what happened? He can't even hear me. So what happened to you? It's a, it's a, that's what it is. Our Father. There must be something that will connect two human beings. There must be something that will connect a group like this. Meaningfully, really, purposefully, and joyfully. Our Father, what can really connect beyond hamburgers? You know, that you like in America. Maybe curry, chicken curry will connect if you like it. Uh, but what really connects us beyond color, beyond cash, and beyond caste system? I'm talking of India now. We have a caste system. And uh, I say, oh, they, they, it seems if you go to America, there's black and white. Oh, in, um, in India, we have black, white, brown, yellow, everything else. Every, I, I, remember, um, I remember deciding to marry my wife. 
And uh, uh, do you want to see what color she is? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, it's it's funny thing. So I I go home. I tell my I tell my mother and said uh, I found this girl. I'm going to marry. The first question is: Is she fair? Is she dark? She's darkly fair. She's fairly dark. I don't know what you put. So I I I never even saw her color. I saw her heart. Our father. What connects you and I together meaningfully, purposefully, joyfully, gloriously is not color, is not the cash, is not the community. We have cash, you guys have communities. Uh, It is not. What is it? What will connect two human beings meaningfully? Our Father. When it comes to God, God can be many things to many people. For some, for some, nature is God. Earth is God. Moon is God. Sun is God. Trees are God. They are tree huggers. They are tree worshippers. It's uh, creationism. Oh, you guys know what is new age? You new agers? Well, actually... You little gullible guys. It's an old age Hinduism. We sold it to you. We put your package. You buy it at us. The creator of the nature, we have disconnected with him. For some, that is God. If you come to India, there is God at every corner, every nook and corner. As I was telling you, my name is the name of a Hindu God. I went to temples. I did my rituals. I learned some things to say. I learned to bow the unknown, the mysterious. The unknown in the known, the unknown in the seen, the unseen in the seen. It is, it is the other. This is the disconnect. Jesus said, pray this way. Our Father. But on that glorious day, on that day when I met Jesus, where I realized I am a sinner. I'm lost. I'm peaceless. I'm helpless. Not because of my caste, color, creed, but because of my sin in my heart. God loves me. He came to the world. He became a man. His name was Jesus. He lived a holy life. He died for me in my place. He rose again. The preacher said, that Jesus who died for you and rose again is here. Knocking at the door of your heart. If you open your heart, he will come in. I am a sinner. That's why I do not have peace. The sin in my heart is not resolved. That's why I do not have peace. So, Father, I'm a sinner. Thank you. You died for me. Rose again. Come into my heart. In Jesus' name. 
that was not a ritual. That was the beginning of a relationship. Our Father, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Is God your Father? Can I ask you one more question? Are you born again? Have you come to a place to say, I'm a sinner. Jesus, you died for me. You rose again. Forgive me. Come into my heart. Is God your father? Is God your idol? Is God your ideal? Is God your father? Our father. I put emphasis on this aspect for simple reason. This is the basic of all basics. Basics of all basics to your prayer life. If you do not know him as your father, you're wasting your time trying to pray to him. You're praying to yourself. You don't have to. If you do not know him today, even as you sit, even as you listen, before you go, somewhere in the quietness of your soul, Jesus, I'm lost. You love me. Forgive me. Come into my heart. Be my Father. Our Father, which art in heaven. Again, I live in a multicultural, multi-religious context of life in India. God is found all over the place. The God's temples. They say, you want to occupy a place in a town? You go put a flag, and that is God's flag. Nobody can remove. Build your house later on there. You can build anywhere, anything. We have millions of gods in our culture. Our culture is a great culture. Our culture is an ancient culture. Our culture has a lot of wisdom. I have nothing against my culture. My people. They are my people. They are my culture. That's my country. But God is in heaven. I do not make gods. I do not create gods. I do not dream up gods. I do not make ideals as gods. I'm a sinner lost in my sin. Our Father, which art in heaven. The transcendent God, not far removed, but connected. To come back to the, the first uh, part of it, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Let your name be exalted. Let your name be highly lifted. Pastor John said, think of one thing you want to pray for. Yes, if God is exalted in my life, there's nothing I have to lose. If I'm ever praised, exalted, 
lifted above the glory of God, I'm doomed for destruction. God always needs to be above me. To give God all the glory is good for me. Let God take the whole glory. I can simply rest under the shadow of his glory and be content. One prayer. One prayer. God, let your name be lifted up in my life, in my family. He says, our Father, our May I ask? I do not know what's going on here. You all look good. You seem to be doing well. You have two services. May you have three and four. Grow, fill, expand. Is God glorified amongst you? Where there is no peace, there is no glory. Where there is insight, there is no glory for God. When two or three gather together in my name, let your name be glorified. Next. Your kingdom come. The word kingdom is kind of new to us. We live in these democracies. We live in a context where people choose their own leaders. Uh, you know, you have a president for so many years, we have a prime minister, this keeps changing. But the idea of kingdom almost like, are we going back to the dark ages? No. Kingdom means the presence. Kingdom means the power. Kingdom means the principles of life. Let your kingdom come. Your kingdom come. There was a time in the history of Christianity. Christendom was meant to be the answer for the world's problems. Meaning, they want peace, they want prosperity, they want plentitude without Christ. World has tried and tried. You can fill my stomach if I'm hungry, but you cannot give me peace, can you? You can, you can make peace between nations, but you cannot give peace to the peacemakers. What actually gives that meaningful, relational, happy living as a human being on earth? is when a person is brought to the feet of Christ. Simple basic principle. Unless, unless your sin is resolved, unless you have been forgiven, unless you become forgiving, there cannot be peace. Let your kingdom come. God's kingdom God's peace, God's plentitude, God's principles do not exist apart from Christ. You, as a church, have the awesome responsibility, awesome privilege of taking 
this kingdom further. I know the times when you began making phone calls from the church, home church are there. I know when you met in that, what place is that? That's Gaiman's High School Playground. I don't know all that stuff. I'm from India. So, so you, I knew when you were thinking of it. John and I, we, we would walk, we'll see, pray, and it's, you have grown. You must grow. May I say this? May the kingdom of Christ, may the rule, the power, the peace of Christ you enjoy come. It will come when you become the witness. Kingdom of God will not come as long as you shut your mouth. Let your kingdom come. To come to, come to this country, we need to get visas to come. They don't let us, we didn't cross over the border, guys. We're not illegals. <laughs> we were desperate, but we came legally. <laughs> so the visa officers, you know, they, they said to come to, they said, all right, you got to prove to us that you will come back, to, you'll come back to India if you give you a visa to go to America. Okay? Uh, he said, prove to me how you will come back. I said, uh, I don't have any, any money. My father-in-law has money. I said, you will not come for your father-in-law's money. That's not a believable story. Okay, all right. Here is an American missionary who really gave a recommendation that I'm trustworthy, I would come. He said, well, I can't take that either. He said, but give me a proof. You will come back, I will give you a visa. I said, if you want to believe, believe me, I will come back. Looked at me and said, come back in the evening. I said, sir, can I ask you a question? But the visa officer in, 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 in consulate is like a king. He's like you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. You don't ask, you don't ask questions. But I made that commitment in my life. I will witness to whoever. If I ever have a chance to meet President Trump, the first conversation is, hey, bro, when did you come to the Lord? I came to the Lord in this. Nothing wrong. That's my duty. So I said to him, so I, I, uh, I said, sir, are you born again to a visa officer, a consular in America, in India? You go and ask, are you born again? You're dumb. I went and told my friends, they said, P.V., you are the biggest idiot in the world <laughs> to go and ask a counselor, are you born again? He is sure going to cancel your visa. You can sit smiling here. I said to my, even if I lose, I lose. God, let your kingdom come. I didn't lose, I came. Brother, sister, in Christ, if you do not have that passion, the burning desire, commitment to go and reach somebody out for Jesus, what in the world are you living for? You take off all of God's riches of the world in the, on this earth. You call it mine. We have been called to be sent. Brothers, sisters, in Christ, 
God has saved us that we will not keep this treasure in us. Go share. Let your kingdom come. Brother, sister, one prayer. Think of a person. Think of a person. I have in my life, I have a girl, my own daughter, lost without Christ. I do not want to get used to her being lost. Do you understand? I'm becoming numb. God forgive. I put a picture on my phone. If I open, I see her. Let your kingdom come. Go out. Think of someone. Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. God will work. God will work. We at Zems in India, we have all these kids. We love them. We present the truth. We do not force. We do not pull. We do not push. That is not godly. We love them. We love them. We pray for them. Look at their faces. I sit there in that school out there. I have 450 kids there. I sit there in my, in my little office, one room office, kind of there. I sit outside. Look at all these kids. Lord, I do not know all these names. Let your kingdom save Say, come. Let them know Jesus. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Are you fighting with God's will? You have your agenda. You have your dreams. I fought. I fought. I fought till God made us miserable. Then I said, on my knees at high point, Lord, I will go. Obedience to God's will is the biggest victory. Let me put it this way. Surrender to God's will is the biggest victory in your life. Don't count too many things. Do not go into all the details. You know, that will come through. Let your will be done. When I said, God, I will go, I met our pastor. I said, Pastor, I want, to go, I want to go back to India. He said, when? I said, in March, in three months, May. What? He almost like a dumb Indian. He didn't say that. He's my, he's my good friend. It's like, we, it's something like that. It's like, we Americans take about three years to go and raise our funds, and then we go. Well, what do you do? He said, we Americans. I'm not less. So I said, we Indians. <laughs> Guess what? I had no clue. I had no clue. When God said, will you? I said, what? I will. God brought about. God brought about. We bought the big hill. We built a building. We built buildings that will host about four or five hundred people. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The biggest enemy of the gospel 
is not the world outside. The biggest hindrance to the preaching of the gospel is not devil. It's you, the devil. Sorry. You are not devils. You, it's, oh, it's not, not, not really you. It's your will. Are you so strong-willed? So am I. My wife and I are so strong-willed. We never get along. No, we, we try. We, we try. We, we try. But the surrender of your will to God's will is the biggest thing, is the biggest exercise you will make of your free will. Today, do you need to say, Yes, Lord. Let your will be done as in heaven and forgive our debts as we forgive those that transgressed against us. Our Father in heaven, let your name be glorified. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Wait a minute. There's a problem. The problem of the unforgiven spirit, the problem of the unforgiven attitude, the problem of the unforgiven life. Again, my brothers, I do not know you in person. Can I ask you again? Are you truly forgiven? Are you free from the guilt, oppression, depression of sin? How long can you hide? How long can you hold? How long can you compress? It keeps coming up and out. You need to cry out to say, Jesus, forgive me. Are you forgiven? You do not have to live one day anymore with guilt the burden of guilt and depression. Father, forgive us our debts as we forgive those that sin against us. Are you an unforgiving person? Are you what we call a, a legalist? Are you what you call the self-righteous person? Are you the person who always look at the faults of the world? Are you the one person, you are the only person in the world who is right? Nobody else is? Are you forgiven? Are you holding a grudge against someone? The reason perhaps why your prayer is not answered and not answered is this. You keep begging God, God, do this for me. But you really have not forgiven. What's the best, brother? You do not know what you're talking about. The things he said, the things he did, the things he would do. You have no clue. If you know all of that, you will say, hell with him. Perhaps you will. Perhaps I will. That is what Jesus would do with you if he didn't die for you. Who is that one person you are not willing to forgive? He has made a mess of your life. You know why? You refuse to forgive. You refuse to put him 
in your own place. When you want to forgive someone, say this way, I'm no better than him. This is our problem. We are good for certain things in our own eyes, and we look at others in different areas and say, he's worse. Actually, I am worse. Even as I pray for my daughter, 450 kids, pastors we lead, churches I visit, youth meetings I conduct every month, hundreds of them, I keep busy. In the midst of all this, sometimes I ask, why is not my ministry effective? Is there some bitterness in my soul? I'm forgiven, but I'm not willing to forgive. God, God, break my heart. Forgive me. Forgiveness brings freedom. Freedom gives power. Let your kingdom come. Last, lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. Number one, God does not tempt us with sin. Even others don't tempt us with sin. God does not tempt. Satan does not tempt. The world does not tempt. Well, this is a new theology. <laughs> I am dra dragged, pulled, poked, pushed by my own sin. Lead us not into temptation. Keep me clean. Keep me cleansed. The eyes I look at, the hands I shake with, the feet I walk with, it's me. Allow me not to sin. You know what? Many times, this is what I, got thanked, I, I, I thanked God for. God, thank you for not allowing me to sin. I'm so grateful. I can feel the times I'm pulled and tempted and I didn't do it. Oh, hallelujah. Maybe you don't say hallelujah. <laughs> God, thank you. I didn't sin today. Thank you. I didn't, you, you put some roadblocks. You didn't let me go there. Oh, how I praise your name. Later part of it. Deliver us from evil. The evil within me is bigger than the evil outside. The evil within me bothers me more than the evil outside. Where in the world is from, P.V.? Didn't you say you were born again? Well, yeah, I did. Were you not saved? Well, yes, I was saved. Where is this from? As long as I live, as long as you live, our life is a life of struggle. Where there is no struggle, there is no success. Where there is no success, there is no joy. Do not be discouraged by the struggle. I struggle. You struggle. 
every struggle has a victory. Deliver us from evil. What is that one evil that you really are struggling with you need to pray for? I know I am saved. I know I am born again. I know I preach. I know I lead. I know I do all these things. I know I'm in front of people. I do all these big things. It's a wow, PV. But the PV has a struggle. This evil is something, it has become inherently part of me. I don't even see it. I don't even know it. When my wife points out, I say she's wrong. <laughs> Deliver us from evil. Lord, keep me pure. How is your prayer today? Are you ritualistic? Are you relational? Do you know God as your father? Is he your father? Is he our father? Our father in heaven. Hallowed be your name. Let your name be exalted. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. I wonder why we work so hard. Most of us pray for this daily bread thing. If God is calling you to do something, get out. Go do it. Trust him. He will give your food. When we were to leave to go back to India, one of our friends said, an Indian friend, you know, they are very, you know, they are thinking ahead. <laughs> so they said, uh, don't go from here. Don't throw away all this and go, go to India. You know, stay here, get your job, you know, make money and send some money. You know, Indians make money. Don't you know that? That's why we're here. So, uh, so, so send some money. And uh, uh, and I said, uh, no, God is calling me to go. A friend of mine said, I think it's Lee, uh, Lee uh, he said, uh, we used to go for ice cream, different things. He said, Peewee, I can't believe this. You will trust us and go back to India? What happens? Something happens to us. I said, Lee, you're my friend. I'm not going because I trust you. Because God is calling me. God has met all our needs. All my kids went to school. No debts. No debts. I live debt free. I can die debt free. I'm a free man. Give us this day our daily bread. We sent 100 pastors out. We have 450 kids. There are 68 acres. There are a lot of things going on. God may bring a college. God may bring a university. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. And God's people say, thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you.